Hold up. I know you guys didn't think that was it for the boy. Man, Drake, tell them who's home. I know that I hurt you. Yeah. I was a child trying to be a man. To all my sons worldwide. All my, all my juniors. I let you in. I apologize for my absence. I know I left you without a name to drop. Expected you to get your cloud up and get your money up, but don't worry. Daddy's home. What is going on, everybody? It's the boy Andy Seep, and we are back. The boy Andy is back. I never turned my back. I just laughed at that. The boy Andy is back with the podcast, Seep Talk Podcast. I hope you guys have been great. For real, I hope you guys have been great. And first and foremost, I would like to sincerely apologize for my absence. I know I left content to drop. I know I haven't dropped content. And really only about two months, a month and a half, really. It hasn't even been too long where I stepped back from making content. I stepped back from doing podcasting. And really, I don't know if you guys heard my last podcast episode that I have dropped. It's called The Ride. But the reason why I stopped is because I was at a point in life where my state of mind, I was at peace of mind. In terms of everything that I went through while I started this podcast, my healing journey, all of that shit. And my whole goal is I titled that last podcast episode The Ride because it was a ride 10 to 11 months of me just doing my podcast, having guests on and talking about whatever the fuck I would talk about. And I would like to sincerely apologize because when I initially said I was going to stop doing my podcast, it was because I was at a point in life where I was healed from the shit I was going through. So I felt like, okay, I'm healed. I don't need to talk about anything anymore. But that's kind of fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. So shout out to my dogs, Xavier and Jonathan. I remember they just told me, they said, look, you may be on your healing journey right now. You may have completed your healing journey, but what about everyone else that still listened to your podcast? What about everyone else that needed your podcast, needed you to be the voice for the people, for real? And for real, shout out to my dog, Miles. We was at the state fair last weekend, the first weekend, and he was telling me, like, yo, bro, when are you going to get back into podcasting? When are you get back into podcasting? And I told him September 6th. So if you're listening to this, obviously, September 6th, this is dropped. And he just said, you need to, bro. The people need you. And I started laughing a little bit because no bullshit. Ask anyone that's close to me. I always be telling them I'm in the shadows. or I be telling them, you know, I got to look after the people and all that shit. And it's for real, though, because I know I joke around a lot about that, but on some real shit, bro. Humbly, if I'm being honest, I don't want to come off as cocky. I don't want to come off as arrogant. But at the same time, I got to respect my grind. I got to respect what I've been doing. You know, I really feel like I'm a voice out there for a lot of people when it comes to this podcast shit. The only one that I know that's doing it besides me is my dog, Xavier. Shout out to him with his Walk It Talk It podcast. You know, he's been doing great shit with that. And besides me and X, you know, nobody's really out here doing it how we do it. I don't know anyone else that does this shit for real and... It's crazy just to obviously be a voice for other people, to help other people with whatever the fuck they're going through. And like I said, just be a voice for them. So, you know, he was telling me, like, the people need you, bro. The city needs you and all that. And, you know, my brother Jonathan, when I dropped the podcast, shout out to my bro Jonathan. When I dropped my podcast, The Ride, he was like, good podcast. You will be back. The city needs you. And I kind of laughed at that because I was like, damn, will I really be back? But, you know, I don't want to be out here and be like, oh, I'm just going to take a break. I'll be back, you know, some dramatic shit. Even though now shit kind of sounds dramatic. It's like, bro, you said you're going to start doing podcasting, but now you're back. I mean, look, bro, shit happens, all right? I thought about it. You know, I was kind of done. I was really actually done just doing podcasting because week in and week out, trying to provide perfect content, trying to provide the best content 
for people out there. It's stressful, right? And even though I sound good on the mic, I sound like everything's going good with me. I mean, shit, deep down, bro, you're still going through struggles. You're still going through pain. And it's kind of hard to talk about that week in and week out. So I feel like that's one thing I learned about my podcast is just is the grind. And you got to be mentally prepared. You got to be mentally locked in every time you drop an episode because you don't want to drop a shitty episode because you're trying to help people out. And if you drop a shitty episode, if you have shitty content, you talk about shitty things, people aren't going to understand what you're saying. And my whole purpose of this podcast is to be a voice for other people, to inspire other people. And hopefully I can continue doing that. I will continue doing that. One thing I will say, though, is I don't know if I'll be dropping every week. I feel like that is a lot. Now when I drop episodes, I want them to be the perfect episodes. Like, if you look back now, I don't have any episodes. All the other episodes I took down and made private. The only episodes I didn't take down and make private are the ones where I had guests on because that wouldn't be fair to the guests who took the time out of their day to whether it was in person or over the phone and just talk. So shout out to all those people that were guests on my podcast. With that being said, I don't even know if you guys realized, but I got a whole new logo. The Seat Talk Podcast, that shit not even titled the Seat Talk Podcast anymore. It's Seat Talk. That's all it is, Seat Talk. We got a new logo, all of that. And by the way, the logo, if anybody can really tell me, I don't know, you want to DM me on Instagram, whatever it is, I'll put my socials. In the link, but you want to tell me what the numbers mean? Shit, maybe I'll do a little giveaway. I know I always said on this podcast I'll do a giveaway and all that shit. I never even did a giveaway. That shit was fake as fuck. I don't know why I would say that. I always had the right intention to do a giveaway, but it just never happened. But then at the same time, it's like, bro, I'll say I'll do a giveaway, but I don't even have any steps to do a giveaway. So if anyone could tell me what those numbers mean, I got you on a giveaway for real. It might be something small. But I gotta show my generosity out there to the people who actually take the time out of their day to listen to my shit. And for real, bro, anybody who actually took the time out of their day to listen to all my podcasts and anyone who's taking the time out of their day just to listen to this now, bro, kudos to you, bro. Nothing but love and respect. Doesn't matter if I know you. Doesn't matter if I don't know you. Love and respect to you guys. And what's crazy is I was thinking about what to title this podcast. And every time I would title my previous podcast, I'll try to come up with something so unique. But I like simplicity, if I'm being honest. So why not just cheers and new beginnings? This is a new beginning a new podcast, and really, this whole summer has just been new beginnings for me in terms of mentally. I had a great summer. I'm not going to lie. Football was great. I love football. I love playing with my dogs out there. Spending time with family, spending time with friends was great. This whole summer was just a vibe, man. This summer, I was in the Masoni's room at the Bibelos. The boat was rocking too much on some Aaliyah shit. If y'all know, y'all know. I was in Chicago, man. That was probably the, that was the highlight of my summer, going to Chicago, going to Drake's concert, you know, obviously on some corny shit, it was all a blur, but shit wasn't blurry for me, I wasn't drunk, I wasn't intoxicated, I remember everything, it was just a great concert, man, seeing your favorite artist in person, it was just a great concert with great people, it was a vibe, shout out to everyone that we went with, man, shout out to the family, I love y'all, but yeah, man, it's really just cheers and new beginnings, and I wanted to talk about that too, just a new beginning, and best advice to anybody out there, if anybody's going through some shit in life, obviously, whether... You know, that's a breakup, just lost a job, or you're just really not right mentally. Like, I feel like, for me, bro, I feel like when you're going through some shit mentally, what I felt like in the past, if you were going through some shit mentally, you had to go through, like, an event in life. Like, bro, my girl just dumped me. She broke my heart. I'm getting played and all that shit. You know, that was a canon event for me. It's like, damn, bro, now I got to do a new beginning and all that shit. Or, you know, I'm going through some shit mentally. Or, you know, I lost my job or just whatever it was, right? But for real, bro... It's not like that in life. 
you can be going through some shit mentally and like nothing really happened to you. It's just you just got that. I don't know. It's just those thoughts, those demons in your head, whatever that shit is, bro. It's just like shit happens. And it's just like, damn, bro, like I'm not mentally good right now. I don't feel good mentally right now. And, you know, life could be good on the outside. I got a good job, got a good family. I got everything going for me. But it's like mentally, it's just like, damn. Like, shit's not really, I don't know what's going on. So, for me, I guess that was kind of what it was for me when I stopped doing this podcast at first, when I said I'm going to step back and, you know, the ride, all that shit, like I said, for my podcast. But I don't know. Like, everything was going good for me at that time. But it's just like, man, I just feel like I want to start something new. I just want to start something fresh. But it wasn't my plan, obviously, to take a break and come back because I would have told you guys that. Like I said, in my mind, I was actually done doing podcasting. But now... I thought about it. I just enjoyed the summer. I just lived my life this whole summer. And that's all we could really do as human beings is just live our life. You know, I feel pressure from time to time from outside noises or outside voices. Or I feel like I got to do this for these certain amount of people. I feel like I got to do that. But at the same time, bro, this whole summer was just really just living my life and doing me and figuring out what works for me and what doesn't work for me and just changing my whole mindset, evolving. Like, I still have a pure soul, obviously. I got a pure Loving soul. <laughs> Drake said it in one of his concerts. I actually think I was at, I really don't know. I think I was at that concert when he said it. He said, what did he say? He said, I hold no bitterness in my soul, but I'm petty as fuck. That's what Drake said. <laughs> now, me, I don't really feel like I'm petty. I mean, I've done petty shit in the past, you know, which is like, you know, I didn't have to do the petty shit, but it is what it is. I've learned and grown from it, obviously. But he said, I hold no bitterness in my soul, but I'm petty as fuck. And for me, it's like, I hold no bitterness in my soul. There's no malice in my heart. I'm an approachable dude. But at the same time, I will do what's best for me. You know, whether that's cutting out certain people in my life or stop doing certain things in my life and just really focusing on me and my mental, physical, and spiritual journey. So for real, that's what I would say to anybody who's trying to go on a new beginning or they're just trying to get a fresh start is focus on what works for you. Now, I know that could be hard. Like, trust me, coming from me, bro, I'm a lover, like, I'm a certified lover boy, like, no bullshit, like, I know when people say, like, oh, certified lover boy, like, oh, he got girls and all that shit, but, like, no, like, I ain't got no girls and all that shit, but, like, certified lover, like, still, like, when I love, I love with all my heart, that's what I think it means for me, it's like, I'm a certified lover, like, when I love, I love with all my heart, and I want to make sure you good till the end of time, till I know you, it doesn't even matter if, like, you know, like, it doesn't matter if, like, you my girlfriend. It doesn't matter if, you know, like, you my boy or whatever. Like, we homies. Like, we brothers. Like, bro, I want to make sure you good till the end of time. And, you know, all my boys know that shit. All my family know that shit. And, you know, I rock with some real ones. Like, I know they got my back, obviously, just like I got their back. And, you know, I express that a lot. I express my gratitude a lot. But at the same time, bro, like, for anybody that wants to go on a new beginning, find out what works best for you. For me, I was grateful, obviously, going on a new beginning to have a family, to have a friend group that really loves and supports me for who I am. Some people may not have that. And if you don't have that, bro, that's good. I'm not, never mind. I don't want to say that's good. I mean, that's okay. Sorry. If you don't have that, or if you feel like you don't have that, if you feel like you're rocking alone, that's okay, all right? That's life. At the end of the day, you got to love yourself first because that's who you spend the rest of your life with, guaranteed. So anyone going out there in a new beginning, find out what you love to do. Find out who's really with you. Find out who's really rocking with you and just roll with them. Roll with yourself. Try new things in life. Try whatever. Whatever it is that brings you happiness, that brings you enjoyment, that brings you peace, stay with it and roll with it, all right? And I know it's hard, obviously. It was kind of hard for me, too, because, you know, it's like I was just telling my dog Jordan, actually, at the gym, shout out to Jay Money. I was telling him at the gym, it's like, man, 
you know, I love the process. I love the grind, but sometimes I wish I can just have whatever I want in front of me, like right here, right now, like everything I ever want, I wish I can have in front of me right here, right now. Obviously, it's not how life works, so we just got to keep on rolling. We just got to keep on grinding, but it will come to you guys eventually. New beginnings. You just got to keep on working. You just got to keep on doing you. And at the same time, understand that you got to take accountability for your own mistakes, accountability for your own actions. In the past, obviously, I feel like just with anyone in general, like we don't want to, I'm not going to say it, we all don't want to, but sometimes people don't want to admit their own mistakes. They don't want to admit their own faults because it make them look like a bad person. But really, if you don't admit your own mistakes, if you don't admit your own faults, then you are a bad person versus if you do admit them, then you're a good person because... Taking accountability of your own actions, taking accountability of your own mistakes, knowing that you fucked up, apologizing, doing whatever you got to do to fix it, that just shows that you really care. And for the people who don't do that, maybe they just don't care. So when it comes to starting a new beginning, to understand that you may be the person at fault. I don't want to sound shitty, but you may be the person at fault. But understand your mistakes, take accountability of your actions. Understand that it's a grind. It's not going to happen from day one, all right? Understand it's a grind. Keep on pushing, keep on going, keep on motivating yourself. If you have others to motivate you, stay with them. Motivate others if you can, too. I feel like me motivating others, having this podcast, that helps me out mentally. That helps me out mentally. That helps me push to be the best person I want to be. And speaking of pushing to be the best person you want to be, it's actually crazy because I was watching HBO Max, which nowadays, I don't even know why it's called Max now. Like, whatever happened to the HBO, if anybody could tell me, Whatever happened at HBO, let me know. But I was watching HBO Max. I'm still going to call it HBO Max. Shout out to HBO. And I was watching Hard Knocks, right? Hard Knocks is football, NFL. They do a document series. They do that, like, every season and every training camp summer. But they have the New York Jets on it this summer. Now, anyone football fan, you know, Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets and all that. If anyone is a diehard football fan like me, you know, Robert Sala is their head coach. And I feel like that guy is a dog, Right. And I was watching the third episode, right? And what he said in this third episode is he was talking to the team, and he was saying that there's four levels of competitors. Now, shout out to Jay Money, because I told you I was going to talk about this on my podcast, right? Shout out to Jay Money. He's talking about four levels of competitors. Now, this ties into new beginnings, and this ties into being spiritually, physically, and mentally good, all right? Now, I'm going to tie everything. I felt like I never did that in the past. Like every time I would say something and I would jump to another topic, I would never all tie it into one. So I want to tie this into Cheers and New Beginnings. Now, this right here, Cheers and New Beginnings, four levels of competitors. This is what Robert Sala said, all right? I could play the clip. I'm actually going to play the clip. Let me play the clip first, and then I will talk about it. Because I feel like if I say it, you guys might not really understand where he was coming from. So let me play that clip first. All right, man, check this out. What, what makes a competitor in your mind? Aaron, even after 20 years, you can learn something on this one. It's a good one, dog. Check this out, man. All right, four levels of competitors. All right, there are four of them. All right, these four levels represent a mindset that we all have complete control over. External factors like playing ability and injuries have no bearing on which level we stand. All right, what are these four levels of competitor? You've got commanders, you've got competitors, you've got contenders, and you've got survivors. I promise you, everybody in this room falls into one of these categories. At the bottom are your survivors. A survivor is someone who does just enough to get by. He goes through his day and does not maximize his mental capabilities. This group loves taking the easy way out. They love it. And they're so fucking miserable that they will do everything they can to bring you along with them. 
The sad part is every organization has at least one. And I promise you, you can't hide. The next level of competitor is a group of contenders. A contender is someone who is motivated by external factors like playing time, money, fame, or the person he's going against. He will only reach his potential if the external motivators are threatened. Third level, the one we seek is a group of competitors. A competitor is someone who is internally motivated to be his best regardless, regardless of the situation. His place on the depth chart does not matter. Money does not matter. Fame does not matter. He is always trying to absolutely be his best. He can't be swayed because he's already maxing out his potential. This fucking dude is trying to PR every day of life. He's got a championship mindset. And when you have a championship mindset, you embarrass the shitty ones and you make the great ones look normal final one is the commander he basically has all the traits of a competitor with one exception he brings people with him which one are you which one are you <laughs> which one are you four levels of competitors and like robert sala said i promise you you cannot hide it you can't hide it four levels of competitors like he said i'll repeat it one more time just because i know when I play the voiceover, I got my phone to the mic. I know it's shitty. I'm trying to work on whatever I can to make it better. But like he said, four levels of competitors. You got survivors, contenders, competitors, and commanders. And like he said, for survivors, those are at the bottom, are your survivors. Survivor is someone who does just enough to get by. He calls through his day and does not maximize his mental capabilities. This group loves taking the easy way out. They love it, and they are so miserable that they will do everything they can to bring you along with them. The sad part is, whether that's every organization, because he was talking about football, or in life, or a friend group, everyone has at least one, and I promise you, you can't hide it. The next level of competitors is a group of contenders. A contender is someone who is motivated by external factors, like playing time, money, fame, or the person he's going against. He will only reach that potential if the external motivators are threatened. So if his money is threatened, if his fame is threatened, playing time, or whatever it is in the human life is threatened, that's when he will only reach his potential. Now the third level, which I feel like we all should be every day, and I understand I know it's hard, but which I feel like we all should be every day, and the ones that we should all seek is a group of competitors. A competitor is someone who is internally motivated to be his best regardless of the situation. He or she's place in life does not matter, Money does not matter. Fame does not matter. He was always or she is always trying to absolutely be he or she's best. They cannot be swayed because they're already maxing out their potential. They're trying to PR every day of life. They got a championship mindset. And when you have a championship mindset, like Robert Sala said, you embarrass the shitty ones and you make the great ones look normal. Now, the final one which I'm striving to be, which I feel like everyone should strive to be as a commander. A commander, they have all the traits of a competitor besides one exception. He or she, that motherfucker, is a dog. And they bring people with them. And they succeed. And to succeed in life and all aspects, you need to find balance. That also times into new beginnings. Find balance in life. Find what you love to do and do it to your absolute best. Now, I understand some days you might be a survivor. You might just be doing enough to coast by. I've had those days. I promise you. I've had those days. I'll probably have those days in the future too. But I promise you, there's going to be a whole lot of more days where I'm just a competitor or I'm a commander. I'm going to take charge. All right. I understand there might be some days where you're a survivor. I understand there might even be some days where you're just a contender, 
But I promise you, majority of days, if you have that mindset where you just lock in, you will be a competitor and you'll be the ultimate commander. And like I said, to succeed in life in all aspects, you need to find balance. With that being said, guys, it's crazy. The boy is back. Like I said, I never turned my back. I just laughed at that. I love y'all. I love y'all to the end of time. And, hey, it was never a matter of could I or should I. Kiss my mom on the forehead. Kiss your ass goodbye. I'll catch y'all later. It's the boy Andy. I'm out.